Crazy. Disruptive. Explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This, this is the Recapic Podcast. I just never stop thinking that's awesome. Roll out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just with you. Why didn't you do the whole fucking intro with the? I could do it like the whole thing in it as op- Optimus Prime. We should, dude. Maybe we should remake. Autobots it to came like- to planet Earth, chasing energon cubes. Isn't that what they had chased you do all the time? Sound a lot like him. You've got that. That guy was my hero. Here's a little tidbit. Did you know that he was the same voice as Eeyore? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh bother. He was all. He was somebody else too. He's like three or four yeah. famous things. Because he just died and they were always talking about it. That him. really makes me sad because he was like somebody I look up to. I want to be that guy. Wow. Way to start off on a downer. Yeah. Autobots. You know, downer. We can bring this right back up real quick. We can? Yep. Because our guest, he's an upper. There's uppers. There's downers. <laughs> no pressure. There is the indica. There's the sativa, right? Oh, yeah. Right? There's a different I know what different you're talking weeds, about. Which he, he, yeah, he lived in Colorado, so he knows all about the weeds. Oh, yeah. But like, there's like the uppers and the downers. There's the in the couch. In the couch. Out, right? I'm a hybrid. Yeah, you are a hybrid. Yeah. We got Mr. Matt McDonald with us tonight. Whoa! We should do some applause or something. Hold on. I got to remember which one it is. Is it this one? Nope, nope, that's the wrong one. I am on the wrong one. Sorry. Is it this one? Hold on a second. This gives me a chance to do this. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We're back, back up. up. Back it All up. Reg- oh, man. All our regular listeners are knowing that that backup beeper has been a long time coming. I'm really happy that we got that on there. Oh, my God. It's been like three and a half seasons. Hey! hey! That's a good old-fashioned stall to get to the applause. Yeah. Now, is this your first podcast you've been on? Yeah, first timer. Oh, God. I oh, love virgins. Long time lover, first time <laughs> caster. Step God, into this the plate. be so good. Yeah. And I'm just going to put tons of fucking pressure on you because we're going to make you bring up the mood, first of all. Second of all, I've told. He has told tens of, of thousands of our listeners yeah. that this was coming. Like, just people just like, yeah, we got a guy. We got a guy. Oh, we got a guy. So, anyways, go ahead and carry the show. I'm going to run and grab a drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, sounds good. Hey, uh... <laughs> so, no, seriously, give us uh, what we like to do is bring you on. Uh, first of all, we'd have you introduce yourself. Tell us a little about okay. you. We do like to get the a little bit of the synapsis. Yeah. A little synapsis of what, uh, what you, where you've been, where you're going, what you're doing, uh, you know, what you got at home. And, uh, and then we'll get into the deep dive into what you actually do. All right. Go for so. it. What's the tradition? Name, like please. we do a social or something to kick this yeah. off. I mean, what's <laughs> yeah, yeah, go right. <laughs> pretty <laughs> much, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the synopsis. Um, boy, it's uh, it's quick. It's easy. I'm three years into living in Boise and loving every minute of it. Where'd you come from? Colorado. Mm. Yeah. So I'm one of the migrants, but not mm. from the other side. How long were you in Colorado? <laughs> Fourteen years. Jesus, yeah, we're, we're at know. Denver or where? No, small mountain town. Yeah, kind of living that dream for Are a little a while or surviving. Man? Oh, mountain man. Uh, yeah, in my younger years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Back in the Look day. at him. I mean, obviously. He has mountain man written all over him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> With his beard. He's got, he's got a beard. I mean, that, that right there yeah. wins him over. It's right? like a, I, I think I fit in. It's like a business beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's a progression to all this. Yeah. 
Which we'll dive into. We're representing all the different layer, like the yeah. different stages of beardness in this room. Like your beard. I'm not gonna. I'm not beard. gonna say where Heather's at. Uh, I'm at the no beard. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that was it. Okay. She's clean cut. She's the clean shaven one. Okay. Perfect. We do have the girl boss with us back again. Yeah. Thank God. Thank. Well, I had a fill in last week. Yeah, she did. Good. She did. Yeah, good. she did. Good. I heard. Did you ever get your shoes back? Um, she left them on the floor in my bedroom. So yes. <laughs> But she did send me a text message like, uh, showing her we're shoes. We talking about it. Or my shoes. I, I was taking side feet. bets of whether or not you'd get them back. <laughs> yeah. So we just launched, that actually just launched this evening. Do you have a little insight of how we podcast or when we record and when we launch? So today, so last one, Matt doesn't know about the, uh, we've got the actual. Behind the curtain. Behind the curtains. We have, uh, we had the mini girl boss on last week. So the, the, we had. It's the second Heather gen. On. That's what it is. Girl yeah. boss. Second gen. Right, second gen. Oh, I like yeah. that. Two point yeah. We had so we've Heather's made her her move here. She started uh, as a guest originally. She moved into bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, She's then, a great bartender. Yep, went from bartender to girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then she went girlfriend to co-host. Yeah, co-host to wife. To co-host to wife. Yeah. Now she's co-co-host. Mm-hmm. Wow, Mrs. Coco Coco's. That's a great yeah. story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more applause. More. She's applause. worked. Hey! She's worked. She's literally worked her way up mm-hmm. to the top. So uh, the funny part was, is we would get people because we she would chime in off mic when we'd be talking about stuff, and then we we you know when we started acquiring enough listeners to start getting DMs and emails <laughs> and, and actual stuff, feedback people, from non-family members, right, yeah, <laughs> other than my mom, and uh, we would get people saying, "Hey, put put the girl boss back on. She's smarter than both you dumbasses," <laughs> which yeah. is absolutely true, super mm-hmm. accurate, yeah. super accurate. Yeah. So she she would uh, she would make an appearance. We basically kind of brought her on as much as we can now. And then last week, her daughter was in town. That was uh, in town from North Dakota, so she got to come on. Whitney did a great job. She's sharp. She's smart. Yeah. So it's a family business. It makes me wonder what yeah. I did in my mm-hmm. 20s. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, know, hey, I, know. I don't even remember my 20s. What did I do? Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, and you'll see this will all circle back around to family. Yeah. Yeah. At least three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're like NASCAR. Yep. Yeah. A lot of left turns. Rubbing is racing. It is rubbing. We do a lot of rubbing, too. Mm-hmm. We're close. Brings me to another thing. But anyways, back to Matt. If we... Uh, <laughs> Close proximity, right? <laughs> I'm the closest. <laughs> so we we go back to your anyway. So you were in in Denver. We're gonna we're gonna do the whole synopsis thing. So we're before Denver, small mountain town, small mountain town. Or, I'm sorry, before Colorado, where were you? Midwest college. In, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Wisconsin. And I like it. <laughs> so how, what did you when you let's go back to high school? Oh, I, love I should have brought my yearbook. I mean, where was let's that? go back, way back. Let's start. Did it. you know? Because currently, like, well, we're going to jump ahead a little bit and say that currently you are a, uh, a salesperson as myself, selling luxury items. Uh, you're a high end. That's salesman. what they tell me. Yeah. So, so there's guys that sell. <laughs> in your, right on my business card. You're. We're gonna. We're gonna say that you sell products that are available of lesser quality, and you sell them of a higher quality. That is. But true. in general, when you were, uh, you know, seventeen, eighteen year old, uh, horny high school student running around, did you picture yourself living in Boise, Idaho, sitting on a podcast talking about your luxury sales? 
Again. No, had, had I, I would have made different decisions, right? <laughs> <laughs> where was that crystal ball? <laughs> so t- where, what were you thinking you were going to do at that point? Oh, you know, I, uh, all right. So we're rewinding. Here we go. Um, yeah. You know, it was all about, hey, very structured Midwest family. You graduate high school, you go to college, job after college, right? Mm-hmm. So actually, I entered college pre-med. Whoa. Yeah. That is fucking frightening. Oh, it, it was, <laughs> who was it frightening for? You, or, you me, or all of the above? All of the above. Whoo. And then, yeah, that all changed quickly. So, all right, so we're going to dive into my story. So I guess we're... I, I knew this was going to be good. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, so, right, like all eight, you know, 18-year-old kids. I mean, and I feel sorry for any 18-year-old kids listening that think they know what they want to do with their life at 18. <laughs> I am just look yourself in the mirror, have that conversation, whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, so waking up one day, right? So I used to have to walk by the business school building. And of course, that's the new building on campus. Mm-hmm. There's all the pretty girls. And I'm going into the bio labs in the depth of, you know, Mordor, basically, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hanging out with scraggly teeth and, you know, a bunch of nerds. And I mean, and yeah, so I, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, so that's a uh, great spot to live. And, and we'll bring that full circle because Boise has a lot of... Uh, commonality to that which brought me here but um Hmm. but yeah but basically you know growing up in that town party town high school partying you know doing all the good stuff great family i grew up in you know it was very work hard play hard don't get caught keep your you know keep your (laughs) nose clean don't fuck it up type of thing um and yeah so long story short went to college and yeah for whatever reason i thought you know science was my gig right and all of that but Deep down inside, it was like, actually, wait a minute, I'm 18 years old. I want to have some fun. I want to socialize and, you know, not do this lab at 8.05 and all that. So I stood at a classic crossroad, um, as I'm sure, you know, a lot of people have at that age. Oh, but, yeah. you know, what are you doing? Asking all those questions, trying to figure it out. So long story short, um, so in high school... I got into snowboarding, okay? And I got to clear my throat real quick, but... Go ahead. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. So, you know, growing up in, in Wisconsin, and, and a, the ski resorts in Wisconsin are hilarious because it takes longer to get up than it does to get down. I mean, you are literally going <laughs> I was up... I say, I don't picture yeah, Wisconsin as, like, on, mountains. You're on Not the, a no. ski and snowboarding mecca. No, but it's cold as hell. And if you need something to do in the Midwest to, like, get you through these long winters... Um, you're either drinking, heavy, you drinking, know, watching the Packers, right? And, uh, you know, all the, and, and if you can, you're recreating, right? So in high school, it was all like, all right, yeah, we're going to, you know, go to the little shred hill and, you know, be those kids in high school and snowboard and all that. So fast forwarding in college, I, for whatever reason, reaching out to social groups, I got involved in the ski and snowboard club. And that was transformation. We were talking about pivoting earlier. Right. There's yeah. the first pivot right. big time. Yep. And, you know, at that age, though, that's it, it was uh, a lot to take on. 
you know, a lot to wrap your head around. You know, you think you're on this track. You got, you know, that's even what they call it. Oh, you're on a fucking track. You got to do all this shit. (laughs) And it was like, you know, I never, I remember getting like, uh, and I, again, back to the work hard, play hard. You know, I definitely worked hard, definitely played hard. And, um, (laughs) Yeah, it was like, so grades, you know, I did pretty well in school, but, you know, it, I had to work at it. It wasn't just one of those kids that could just, you know, yeah. crush it, right? Um, but, yeah, and there was this, like, holy temple of, oh, you know, like, business and getting involved in the ski and snowboard club. And, and that's kind of ironic in itself that, you know, here we are in the Midwest and, you know, there's a, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a ski and snowboard club. So, again, what, what did that encompass? It was... Uh, it was a part. It was a social club. It's like you a, know, it's like a surfing oh, club. Oh, hell, is this yeah. like? Are we talking like freshman years or something? Uh, this would have like been right out the gate? like how long did you stay in Nerdville and be like? Oh, yeah, like it. like two years. Stay in Nerdville oh, wow. two years. Wow. I'm impressed. Yep. And um, and then the classic weed out, right? Like organic mm-hmm. chemistry. That's when you're like this shit sucks. First off, you know, I think we can all relate to like all the crap we've ever learned that you do not apply today. Ever, like, ever. you know, trig and you know, all that crazy mm-hmm. shit we had to fill our heads with. Right. And so that obviously it's not even about the organic chemistry of molecular structure and all that shit. It was, are you on board or are you getting off this fucking ship? And I was like, I'm out of here. Where's my bag <laughs> and my snowboard. You can keep it. You yeah. can keep it. I'm out. Yeah. And you know, and again, so it was just like, all right, you know, having fun and balancing this like intense academic life. And of course being, you know, a young you know, individual trying to like balance that. And, um, yeah. So anyhow, got involved in the, in the ski and snowboard club. Um, and yeah, that was transformative. I mean, for me, it was, uh, it was great. It was just like a social network. And then I, I kind of like tapped into like, all right, I, I think, you know, this is where it's at, right? Here's some skill sets that are starting to like bubble up. And I like people. Yeah, people that can like socialize, not a bunch of geeky nerds that just like, you know, study all the time. And um, yeah, and then so I coupled that kind of also with an, with that pivot at the same time of switching my major, yeah. right, into business, which is kind of like at the that. root of who I was, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, what was great is eventually I became the president of the Ski and Snowboard Club. Yeah, you did. Oh, right on the resume. Yeah. Dude. Boom. Hello, and I, President. And I know this is a podcast of stories, so, I mean, I'm going to keep the... Tradition. Keep, keep, keep the, it alive. Keep the chapters, you know, yeah. clean and, and, and the good ones coming forth. But uh, to sum it up, I mean, Cliff Notes, classic college Cliff Notes, it's... I ended up like owning a school bus, 1952 Bluebird. <laughs> I worked at a liquor store. I used to meet the beer distributor in an alley on campus, buy 12 kegs, load them into the bus, throw the tail. So I went to a Big Ten school, you know, load them into the bus, you know, party all night, like no sleep, Friday night into tailgating, 7 a.m. I went to like, you know, a nail belt at like, you know, uh, Home Depot or something, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. yeah, I used to tie a bunch of, you know, red solo cups off my belt loops and my jeans, <laughs> had my nail belt with cash and sling fucking cups and just make thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> and I was like, you know, and so yeah, I used to like cat. It's like just, business time. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, and it's like, oh, the 
these are good times, right? So that, how entrepreneurial um, is that, though? I love it. It's amazing. Like, and this it's funny, like, because just going back to a little bit, like we said before we started recording, you made the comment when we were talking. You're like, "Yeah, I'm actually just kind of out of my zone. I'm actually an introvert." And I'm like, "What?" Like, my knowledge of you is like party did it, guy. Like, did it sound like that's this? the guy I know, right? Like, so like I I picture you, and I'm like going. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's where it clicked because that's like I get it. You you have your professional side, and I see that too. I get to see both sides of it. You see your professional side, and I've seen your party side. And it's you know when we're in a you know karaoke bar in downtown Denver, Colorado, <laughs> on a, <laughs> a really bad trip. a really bad karaoke bar by a the really way. bad karaoke bar in in <laughs> Denver, Colorado. You did Colorado. amazing, babe. Thank you, and uh, I represented and. Uh, <laughs> But like, you know, you see that party aspect to, you know, like, you know, and then to hear you say, oh, I'm an introvert. And I get it. Cause like when I see like, but you're so good at like the speaking part of it. Like we see you in professional mode, like when you're, you're teaching about your products and it's like, dude, you're dialed. I picture you more as the guy like with the school bus full of kegs, <laughs> winging, <laughs> winging the the fucking solo cups. I don't know what what the compliment was there. No, I appreciate. Yeah, the Jekyll and Hyde. Well, to go back to what you it said is. earlier, it's a skill, man. There's a wizard behind the curtain, exactly. Right? And so, yeah, you know, that's exactly it, right? You want everybody to have a good time around you. Someone's got to be the producer, and so. Um, you're, you know, you're, you know, I just had a visual of what you are. You're, uh, <laughs> he's fucking Will Farrell and the other guys. Remember when the, it comes out that he was a pimp in high, in college. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Gator, Gators bitches better wear jimmies. Remember when he starts, <laughs> he gets all crazy. Cause he's. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. You're, you're Gator. You're yeah. Will. Yeah, you're, you're right. got okay, this alter ego. So for ego. the rest of it, he's Gator. That's well, Gator. Yes. Yeah. I, Ironically. Gator bitches better wear jimmies. He's exactly. Got that, he's got a tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Says Gator. <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned, listeners. And in 30 minutes, oh this turns God. into the tragedy, right? <laughs> so, you know, that is the Will. We're, st- we're climbing right now. Yes. Tick, 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 tick. Right. Ah! The way they call that the law of diminishing returns. This was such in a promising yes. podcast, and then it just, <laughs> it it just got sad. Well, apparently, it's like my biography or something. So I don't know where this is going, but. Oh, my God. I guess there's, yeah. So the entrepreneurial spirit kind of like. Was that just you? Like, you, did you just, like, I mean, let's. I'm, oh, I'm going to. We're going to stop. You can't go past this. We got to stop. <laughs> one of these. You, we got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. Yeah! God damn, we have such cool sound effects. We have two new ones. Two new sound effects, listeners. I'm using them all night. Oh, they're so, everyone's so happy. We've been, for three and a half seasons now, we've been talking about how, fuck, I wish we had a backup beeper. I wish we, we always are like, oh, no, hold on, backup, let's talk about that. And then we're like, God, if we you had know, a backup beeper. You know, it would be great, again. And then tonight was the first night I remember to put my laptop, connect it to the soundboard. Hey, ideas know. are shit, bro. Execution is everything. Oh, this is a big night in uh, podcast history. Yeah, you're huge. You're part of history. You are part of history. So we, anyways, we go back. Like, I want to get into like, because again, this is a podcast of people listening that are a lot of people have side hustles. A lot of people are doing other shit, right? This goes right into the root of side hustle. When you're talking about uh, 
first of all, let's just go back to how you acquire a fucking bus. Like, how do you, how does that, <laughs> how does this, did the, did the I mean, keg idea come first? Did it pay for the bus? Did the bus come first? Yeah. 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 The, the chicken before the egg. Yeah, I mean, what the all fuck right, so, just happened? Well, we're, I'm rewinding. 20 plus and there's a lot of dust in there i mean i'm, oh, I'm shaking yeah. the dust out to there's pull been these. some brain cells yeah, that have been it, burned it, up i've been part of it with you i know i mean there's been some brain cells that's burned. true and making you know room for new ones right so exactly. um yeah i don't know i mean this is the world before google right before craigslist yeah, how do you, how i don't know i think it was like walking well, you know down and again, the street and there was a bus yeah, with a for sale I, sign honestly that's the way it rolled right the good old days just like cruising around country roads and i don't know there's probably a story behind that but um yeah next thing you know it's like for sale bluebird and you're like gotta have it sounds like a great idea what what could possibly go wrong oh man i've got some go what are we gonna put in there i don't know we can put school kids nah <laughs> how about kegs okay oh yeah they're quieter <laughs> so are you uh because i'm sure the statute of limitations are well gone by now uh, not to give away your age but uh were you under the age of 21 when this was happening Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, God, this even gets better, man. I got a time where I was that at is this a hustler. Tailgate. You are talking about the, 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 the hurdles that yeah. you're having to cross to yeah. even get this done. It's not like you can just run down the store and buy fucking kegs. You're underage. Nope. And that was, how do you parallel park a bus? Right. They get out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> how does it handle in the snow? In probably, Wisconsin? probably pretty well. Actually, it's pretty heavy. Probably, yeah, that's, yeah, I wouldn't. I'd, I mean, I'd ride in the bus rather than be hit by the bus. God damn. So is this your own? Into, like, so here's a, here goes back to another. You're going to hear a lot of buzzwords. We call it we call it wreak havoc bingo. Mm-hmm. We basically have a lot of buzzwords. We use pivots. <laughs> One of them you're going to hear. Jody hasn't even dropped the I word yet, mm-hmm. but he's going to. I, I guarantee will. it. Uh, we have a lot of people listen to this. They're, they're like, dude, this is, yeah, we're going to say these things. But one of the things we talk about is our circle, right? Our circle of friends. You surround yourself with good ass people and you will it will be beneficial to you right you surround yourself with smart people surround yourself with fucking funny people surround yourself, be around the people you want to be like right did you have people around you that were doing this did you can you give credit oh, to anybody absolutely. are you a one-man band or no what? okay no there's a whole so social a board a vp i mean you know this was a university <laughs> sanctioned organization right and so yeah and then but the beauty is it <laughs> is it's all the people that. everyone's there for the same reason Right. So, I mean, if, well, yeah, if you're a young kid growing up in <laughs> the Midwest, and, you know, ski, snowboard, you're joining this club. And we, over time, built a reputation to be like the party club, because here's, here's kind of the, you know, the dynamic difference between all the great stories of the older generation. They were all into frats. Right. So like my dad, he's got stories of, oh, you know, crazy stories of like growing up doing wild things at a fraternity well all the fraternities had the focus right they're the mouse trap right <laughs> you know everybody's looking at them right. you know they're getting all the attention they're under strict guidelines they can't do shit and so we were the sleeper you know <laughs> we were flying yeah. we could do anything we wanted i had a checking account like not illegally set up but you know the, the university <laughs> i mean there's nothing illegal about a checking account but you know all of our money, right, was like just deposited into a local bank, right? And I was one of the signatures on it and a couple other people. And, you know, but a fraternity could never get away with that. So this was the beauty. So I was in college, yes, and I will date myself 
uh, 2000, right? So I, I was, you know, graduated high school at 2000, right? So anyhow, these are the early 2000s. And um, yeah, that was just one of the beauties of, of this whole story is, yeah, just, uh, you know, some entrepreneurial opportunities, creating creating some fun, but getting it away with it all. That is what's amazing. Hey, you got to understand the construct in order to uh, get around the hurdles. Yes. So I, I love that. Oh, man. There's How long did you have the bus? Oh, geez. We probably only had it like two years before. Like it was so much of a disaster to maintain. Mm. Right. I remember like shooting ether into the, you know, air uh, filter to try to get it started. And my buddy's like sleeve lit on fire one <laughs> night. And this was all Friday. And I'm sure we were completely, you know, and Friday, you know, FAC, so. they call it FAC Friday after class. Right. So FAC into like, Oh, tailgate prep time. And again, just rolling on a huge bender, right. To tailgating hard and heavy for a big 10 college game. So um, yeah, lots of good stories. I mean, and, and to answer your question, Trevor, it's like, you know, yeah, was I 20 and doing all this? Absolutely, yeah, I was. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I remember once getting thrown in the air by a police officer, mm. like breaking up the tailgate, right? There are probably a couple hundred people there. Everyone's like hanging out. Everyone's underage, if you wanted to say that. And, you know, <laughs> who's in charge? And for whatever reason, it had to happen to be me. I'm sure I stood out. I had a you know, basically, uh, <laughs> you know, I had basically like a, a belt of cash. I, yeah, I looked like a belt of cash. Looked, turned and looked at that guy. <laughs> right. That guy. Yeah. A belt the one with all the solo cups and right. the, the belt. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't hula dancing <laughs> right. for the luau. That the, was actually, yeah. a, you know, a skirt of, of red solo cups <laughs> the, attached to the me. The visual of that is beautiful. But the beauty of this is not me. that guy, <laughs> this cop threw me up against the bus and he's all like, just ready to take me downtown. And somehow it's just talked my way out of it. The next thing, you know, he gave me his business card. Cause apparently cops carry business cards. That yeah, was yeah. a lesson. You know, these yeah. are one of these life lessons. And he's like, you ever need anything? You let me know. Yeah, so I could use a go. new belt, sir. <laughs> there you go. But get out of jail. Free again, cards. that's another guy you want uh, in your circle, right there. But yes. that also underscores the gifting of like knowing people and figuring figuring out people. You're right? a people person. Yeah, I mean, and that's what's so. I mean, you, you, you go from young, that being up against the bus to be like, hey, you let me know if you need anything, kid. Yeah, yeah. that's just that's just that's being impressive. A person. Those are good memories. Yeah, yeah I, it's it's fun to share that story. And that's a yeah. sales guy. Yeah, that's a sales, that's guy, a right sales guy. There that's you go. Sales. Absolutely. I talked my way out of that. For sure. figuring out like it's kind of I go back to, you know, and I give credit to Dennis Downer because Dennis Downer said one day he's just getting tired of me talking. We're, Weird. We're very young. And uh, he's he's like, and he's the one that started T Brown. So he, everything was T Brown. T Brown, you ever figure out a way to get paid for talking? <laughs> You're gonna be a fucking millionaire. <laughs> That was just, it literally is like, oh, I figured out a way to get paid to talk. So I guess he was right. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of it's funny. prophetic words. Yeah. Like he literally was saying that to fucking insult me, but it was actually pretty. Accurate, hey, but it is so. true. But that's part of recognizing, like in your instance, not going to be a doctor, but recognizing what were those th things that you naturally gravitated to and finding out what is your genius? What is the thing that that you're really, you're good at, but you like doing, that you naturally get to. And when you can find that that thing and make money at it, you're going to make a shit ton of money, 
right? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. But yeah, I'm well, a believer, but, an optimist. But sure. it's not necessarily always, the metric is not always money. The metric is, it's complicated. But look at, I mean, I don't know your whole story. Well, yeah, it continues. I think we need to go to the next chapter. <laughs> All right, so after so the, the bus. The bus gets sold or sure, donated sure. or burned. Classic college experience. Yeah, body. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's the next step. And yeah, so we talk about the reward of all these efforts and, right, listening to your heart, you know, which isn't easy to do. Um, but yeah, so fast forward, graduated college, <clears throat> classic Midwest. So for whatever reason, everything's classic right now. But yeah, it's, um, cool. it's, cool. it's, it's you know, classic. it's a classic. Um, classic episode. All, yeah. But yeah, so you, you move to Chicago or you do something rad. That's what you do. If you go to those a are your big, two options, those are your What's two it? options. You stand at the crossroad, either go left, go right. There's a box. Chicago, like, right. Uh, yep. Rad left. Mr. Right. McDonald, uh, are you going to go to Chicago or do something rad? Yeah. They just ask you that. Absolutely. You're going to move to like stand in Lincoln line? Park, Wicker Park. You know, it's, it's basically college 2.0. If you move to the north neighborhoods of Chicago, and don't get me wrong, it's great. I have tons of friends that have done it. It's, it's, uh, it works for a lot of people, right? But for we me, a lot of listeners actually mm-hmm. in Chicago. We so. love Chicago. Yeah, we do have a lot of listeners oh, in Chicago. That's so. one of the best cities there. Take is. a shot of my lord for absolutely. Us, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. T- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. But, we have a lot of the Chicago listeners. All right, so to kind of bring it all together. All right, so being the president of the ski and snowboard club, it it opened my eyes to travel. Right. So yeah, we're a Midwest. You know college town, right, going skiing. And we would load like, you know, 100 kids, like 50 kids on two motor coaches every winter break or spring break and drive west 20 hours on a bus. It smelled like hell. You know, everyone's drinking, partying. 20 20 hours later, you show up in Breckenridge, Colorado or something like that. So that was a really, you know, that was a really great experience, right? So that led me to, okay, I think I found my path. I think I found my industry, And so as I graduated college, you know, why not try to make something happen? Um, I wanted to work in the ski industry Hmm. and I used to go on these scouting trips. So it'd be like all these big 10 schools and we do a big 10 ski week and a thousand of us would come together. Basically it'd be, oh yeah, university of, you know, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, you know, all these big 10 schools come together. We all show up over winter break and concerts ski and all that stuff and we used to do these scouting trips and long story short those were always in the summer and i found myself on a scouting trip and it led me to crested butte colorado now crested butte to a lot of our listeners is probably a place you've never heard right but myself included (laughs) yeah and and that's a compliment to crested butte it's (laughs) so it's it's a gem right it's 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 an up and coming it's um so it's really truly in the heart of the rockies it's kind of between aspen and telluride okay so every a lot of people have heard those but yeah i'm speaking more to the majestic side of it than the snoity you know aspen you know whatever right so um it's the down to earth most if there was a ski town or like a surf town like just laid back vibe type community in Colorado that's what it was and so yeah so long story short I mean I think there's a lot that you got to throw out to just the universe and see what lines up Mm -hmm. and coincidentally when I was graduating college um, 
yeah, they were hiring kind of in my arena. So group sales, okay, Mm -hmm. at the ski resort of Crested Butte. And for one reason or another, I got the job. Okay. So that's what brought me to Colorado. Right after college, I got technically, as it would sound on paper, my dream job. And, but actually it was hell. <laughs> so, you know, that's, a, I mean, <laughs> done. We reached the top. The roller coaster just reached the top. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. Sure. I mean, you know, when you go into it and you're like, okay, a new college grad and you got your dream job and all this stuff. Well, little did I know that it was a very dysfunctional organization at that time. Now it's come a long way. I will say that, but, um, but yeah, no, that was, that's what led me to Crested Butte. And so, yeah, when you talk about, you know, was it money that fell out of the sky for me and my, you know, I guess endeavors or the reward of my efforts and all that? No, but it was utter happiness. You know, I found the place I was supposed to be. And uh, yeah, and then we talk about the network of people, right? You're going to surround yourself with all those people. And of course, I'm again, surrounded by, you know, my brother and my lifelong friends, they all live there. And uh, yeah, so it was a, it was a great job. Okay, but we'll fast forward a little bit from that. So um, then I truly tapped into my entrepreneurial, um, I guess, opportunities coming coming out of that. So I did the ski resort job, sales, marketing, attracting groups, anything from like corporate incentive travel to you know just different organizations traveling. Um, yeah, to then kind of branching out on my own and getting into my own gig. So, hmm. yeah. Then the excitement. I just to yeah. say, I'm, I, I've heard some of this I'm stuff. I'm on the edge like, of my yeah. seat right now. I, I want to hear more about. Okay. You're pretty laid back right now, mm-hmm. actually. Huh? You're, you're looking pretty <laughs> slouched, dude. I am, <laughs> I am laid back. Do you, a, like, do you guys have like a pictures you post with it? Because you're like, yeah. your cushion's like sliding forward. Yeah. Yeah. Laid back. yeah he's very, he's very comfortable, but he's literally on the edge of his seat. <laughs> <laughs> if you fall out of that though, that'll be, the, that'll be the highlight of my night. When you hear a thud in the background, that's yeah. him falling that's out a of lot. the chair. That's a lot of Trevor Brown hitting the ground. Yeah, that's his. Who's that's gonna pick big, that up? Not me. Not it. Not it. Oh man. We have forklift down the shop. Let <laughs> me just roll oh. just roll you over oh. and get your pillow. This is like a biography, guys. How many people have we bored and lost? You haven't now? bored like, anybody. No, like I mean, literally, we want to hear. This is more. all good. This oh, is all part like of the this story. Guy, I'm hearing his life, You're and right. like, what is this? This is what we do. This is what you do. But the, so there, I want to highlight something. There's we'll give you a so, break so you can drink yeah. more here. So I can pass, drink more. Pass yeah. it over. Pass it over. There's a lot oh, of times yeah. where you get to see somebody's story, but you you come in on chapter eleven. Right, and you don't Turn it see to 11. you don't see chapters one through ten. All you see is where they're at now, killing it in their quote unquote sphere. Right? <laughs> sure. So what, whatever it happens to be, but you don't get to see all of the the successes, the failures, all of the stuff. It's not like you wake up one morning and and somebody's like, "Hey, did you just wake up into success, or did you just wake up into your confidence, or your blah 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 blah?" Whatever it happens to be. Sure. But I love the ability to hear the stories of, yeah, I thought I was going to be a uh, blank. I thought I was going to be a doctor. Well, we can go around the room. and uh, Yes, we can all probably a, nod our head right. and say, yeah, been there, done that. I sure. was going to be a fighter pilot. Yeah. I was going to be the next Top Gun person. Didn't happen. 
but in the, in the journey of finding again it goes back to discovering what those things are that drive you discovering the things that you're gifted at discovering so trevor is one of the most entrepreneurial guys that i know he's just wired that way and but he leans into it so that ability to lean into something that you're gifted at and that you're good at and that you like again it's not about money it's about happiness it's about fulfillment it's about how you measure the metrics of quote unquote success. And there isn't necessarily a bank account tied to it. I love what I do and I have enough money to do blank or whatever it happens to be. And sometimes that's a moving target and you think you love one thing and you get an an opportunity to pivot and go do something else. And you go, huh, well that didn't work very well at all. Or that I didn't think I would like that as much as I like it. And I love it. So Agreed. Yeah. I feel yeah. sorry for people that haven't, you know, I mean, I'm, like, look at people yeah. that just oh, haven't pivoted, you haven't well, pivoted, that, have, have just been staying in that lane. That they stay yeah, in their lane. Stuck. It takes courage. I mean, you look, yeah, it does. It does. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, it, had it not been for this guy here, there's a, a, a high probability I would have stayed doing what I had been doing for 23 years. And I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And I love what I'm doing now. And I've, I've managed to do a, uh, develop a different skill set. And I'm good at it. And I'm just on the, I'm just scratching the surface. I'm loving it. I can't learn fast enough. And I'm old. But that getting that fire and that passion for whatever it is, sometimes you got to get out of the, the comfort zone. And there's risk in that. But I, I, I think there's also, <clears throat> you can't let the fear of failure dictate or stand in the way of it. I agree. Which a lot of people do. Right. Yeah. You already like you're the big, you know, and I'm a fucking pivot nerd. This is all I think about all the time, but it's like your ability to do what some other people in your age group would, or in your class, let's just say the people in your class. <clears throat> okay. They start into something and they go, Oh, I'm going to go pre-med, right. Or, or whatever it is. And they're like, this fucking sucks. Like they get the same, they hit the same wall you do. Right. And they go, ah, fuck though. It's but money. My dad and says my dad this. wants me to do it. And it's like uh, this, the guts, like the guts it takes to be like, dude, I, I really dig this fucking ski board, you know, the snowboard and shit and skiing and like, like, dude, I think there's something here. Like to, to even dig is very respectable. I mean, that's the one first thing, like kudos to you for even just fucking having the balls to do it because a lot of people don't, man, a lot of people don't. And there's so many people are just like, fuck. And, and I'm not saying I do. I like, I know Jody's like, Oh, I do. I have just, been this way i don't know like i just i see something i want to do it whether it's the podcast or it's a different business or whatever whether it's we like, have like, time or not right and usually <laughs> don't have time yeah that's the joke we're always talking uh, about yeah. in, our, in our free time we're gonna do this in our free time but i yeah. would have yeah. been a dentist we always want to try something right yeah i'm always like ah, i could have been you know i but like we all we all have there's a whole nother level of of guts it takes to basically go kind of against the grain on that and like where you you know, it's risk. logic tells you if you have the brains to be a doctor, go be a doctor, right? But if you're like, I don't want to fucking stick my finger in people's bodies, I don't, whatever hole it is, I don't want to do it. I'm oh, not that's... into it. <laughs> I was thinking podiatry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Oh, I just think of putting my finger in people. Wow. I don't know it. Oh, my God. What? I think we Am just regained our listeners. Yeah. Yes. Am I the only guy? It explains a lot about you. Huh, that's weird. That's just the way my brain thinks, I think. But uh, like you look at it, and you're right, going around the room. I feel like I'm being ganged up. I'm leaving me. later. She has uh, to stay here. I, I actually don't. She, she has her own car. Uh, 
and another home she can go to. So. <laughs> She'll be in McCall if anyone needs her. But uh, literally everybody, you're right. Everybody in this room has done it. Like we've all done the pivot, right? And uh, and it's been fun because we've all been involved in you know the three of us who has been involved in different pivots while we've even known each other so pretty cool kind of the way it works but so now we've given you time to to rest and drink we now go into the next chapter which is your now that we have move. you like liquored up now you can be like unfiltered we, now we, we, we turn the page yes. and put yeah. some bob seeger on yeah. and turn yeah. the page i thought yeah. we were putting some snoop on <laughs> I, thought we, I think we're doing <laughs> i'm thinking yeah yeah so all right so Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, given an incredible opportunity. So to make it short and simple, basically this is the definition of entrepreneurship, right? Stepping out on that ledge, started my own company with two other incredible ski industry veterans, right? So we all kind of, you know, basically we were tour operators and we worked in group sales. And so Yep, to kind of bring everybody back. That's kind of what I was doing at the resort level. But now I wanted to be more independent and be able to travel organizations everywhere. And so, yeah, um, I mean, it's it was great. So it, it really started with, you know, just we did a lot, right? So, so travel is very intense. And I mean, I think people freak out when like, oh, I'm traveling with, you know, my, my wife and my kids and it's a stressful situation. So... Imagine that, <clears throat> like exponential, okay, <laughs> like beyond exponential, whatever that, you know, that, that is, um, our, you know, we travel groups. So that was our specialty. We weren't like doing the, you know, travelocity, Expedia, you know, oh, little, little family bookings. No, our, our, our niche was basically group travel and, we specialized in organizing all the logistics and operations side of anything from 20 people to my largest client was 1,200. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. It's yeah. a lot of family. Yeah, it's a lot, right? So we're talking like, you know, everything from flights, you know, working with the major airline companies to either book half a plane or as many seats as they would give us to chartering flights to, okay, the organization coming in from all over the country. And we worked with a ton of different organizations. We did a lot of graduate business schools, um, which is a story. And then, you know, consulting firms and financial firms and just different social organizations as well. And even like some incentive travel, right? So like companies that would say, hey, we're going to ten our, send our top 100 or 200 sales associates. They've earned a trip and we're taking them all to Lake Tahoe or something to that capacity. So, yeah. And, and you know, we were a small team um, and and we're going to get into the big B word, which maybe you guys have in your Rolodex, but oh. burnout. OK, so we're going to talk about <laughs> burnout, oh. but. That's, but, that's a new one. New oh, bingo word. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I, like I got to get my. B that happens at the 49. end of busy. P49. You would have burnout. Actually, I think in the bingo board, it's B9. B9. It is benign. Uh, uh, benign. <laughs> it is. But yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. And yeah, we're going to tie this whole story together. But basically, yeah, this, this was just a classic um, entrepreneurial just, you know, Start off like a freight train, a little slow out of the gates. And then once you're up to speed, it was unbelievable. So, yeah, it's it's basically we did all the all the travel logistics for these large organizations from 
flights to, okay, you land at the airport and then there's motor coaches stacked and we've got staff at the airport checking you in, getting you on a bus, driving you, and then you check in at your hotel and you get your lanyard, which kind of was your event pass and, you know, and and then, or wristband or whatever it was and lift, you know, and then, you know, here's the thing. I was so, was so jealous of beach travel. I was like, those fucking bastards, you know, (laughs) that you show up at the beach, they hand you like a towel and a thing of sunscreen and say, get some, right? But in the ski (laughs) world, and again, we're going to go to the burnout because of all these managing logistics, but basically, you know, there's, there's lift tickets. So if you're not a skier, it's what the pass gets you on the chairlift. And a chairlift is what takes you up the mountain to ski, right? And then you have rental equipment, which is the renting of skis and snowboards and boots. And then you have lessons. And so, yeah, so we managed all those basic travel logistics. Okay. And then, and then it gets fun And this. (laughs) And then on top of it, we were, we're an event management company. Okay. So, you know, and, and so some of our clients were very high dollar where money didn't matter. They stay at the nice you know, the nice lodging, it could be four star or whatever. And, and basically they would bake in social budgets for their attendees. And these social budgets would be opera ski parties. So you ski all day and in the world of opera. So I know I'm, I'm throwing out a bunch of new language yeah, to maybe no, some no, of our, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're all uh, like, what? Paparazzi? Um, <laughs> it's opera. No, opera. It's, it's, it, I'm sure it's French or something, mm. but but yeah, basically, you know, you ski all day and you come down and there's your private venue with an 80s cover band and, you know, open bar and all that stuff. And then at night it could be anywhere from, um, yeah. And then we got basically into like booking talent, right? So some of our, you know, I threw a 90s party once in Telluride at the historic Sheridan Opera House and they're like, 90s party, what should we do? Who should we get? And it's like, well, we got to call Cool, you know? And so we got Coolio to come with his sax player. <laughs> yeah. he's, still, he's still rocking his dreads. And, mm. oh, man. So, like, and that's a great story because that was in the early days of getting it all going. And this group was maybe, like, 300 people. And so every night there's, like, bar crawls in town, private concerts, you know, all this type of stuff. Because a lot of these organizations that we traveled to, they weren't avid skiers, so there was a lot of, extracurricular you know whatever you want to call it skiing non-skiing basically just get blitzed out drunk for a whole week and you know food or banquets and all this crazy stuff sometimes i mean sometimes it got a little more like professional we do guest speakers or executive roundtables and all this different stuff but but yeah you know it's like it was great i mean it was and it's funny it's if like if you've ever worked in the entertainment world i mean they have something called like a a rider, basically, and yep. they, you know we've all heard of like I heard I'm on you know it's yep. like Br- Britney Spears is probably the most famous for like only the fucking red M and M's right, and so she'd have somebody pull out all the other colors, and I don't eat chocolate, that shit's gross, but like what are the other what are what Green. are the, that's a weird statement? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a super What's weird that? statement to throw out. Sorry, <laughs> chocolate's gross. Whoa, hold yeah, on, everyone's yeah. like raging right now, like yeah. this guy's an idiot, and I yeah. am, but um. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, he doesn't like chocolate. I, oh. I knew this was going to be good, but uh, yeah. So you know, I mean, it was classic. You know, like of course, for whatever reason. So we booked ultimately, and there's a lot of transition to this. Everything's a transition. We're going to talk more transition than pivot right now. But basically, 
for whatever reason, we got into the EDM world. Okay, so oh, that's really electronic dance music. Yeah. Do you have, oh. you know, come yeah, on. I don't have any He's got to, he's got to make it. Give, yes. And for whatever reason, a lot of hummus plates. That's all I got. Oh. No, but it was, it was interesting. And, uh, but yeah, that was that was so kind on, of on riders. What's what's a crazy rider? Like, did you guys what's some riders you thought of there? Well, like I mean, I'll just I'll keep it very not get into too much detail out of the respect to some of these individuals. But mm-hmm. um, well, Coolio, like he's a great guy, and you know I dropped off like an ounce of weed as he rolled into mm-hmm. town. So I go to like Cool's house. We got him. A, and that's what he goes by by anyway. Cool. And so, yeah. And, you know, it's like, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, drop off like a big ounce of weed. By the time I had like was four blocks away, he was, his manager was like texting me like, dude, we're going to need more of that. We're out. And, you know, uh, and I'm just, I, you know, so that was, that's like one I'll never forget. It? What do you, yeah, right. <laughs> you just throw fire out of it. Throw it, in the, <laughs> throw it in the fireplace. But Holy no, um, you know, sometimes you see funny little silly things. Like I remember, uh, some DJs, they'd get like so sweaty on stage and they wore kind of like uh, some some costumes and stuff like that on stage. And they had to step off stage and have gold toe socks, like nothing but gold toe. Gold right? toe socks. Okay. Yep. Hmm. And like That's... Hanes white shirts. And so they'd change into all these clothes. Others would have like honey, right? So like the bear of honey. And yeah. what's funny is they're all specific, right? So like certain brands, mm-hmm. certain this, certain Hey, you know what that. you like? I respect that. And, and it was kind of interesting, like when I was, and again, I was probably only like 27 at this point or something. And it was all about, well, these are my clients and these artists, you've already paid them up front, right? So there's horror stories of, you know, uh, just entertainers stepping on stage for like a half an hour and dropping the mic and getting off, taking their money, right? So it was funny as, as kind of a promoter or whatever you would want to call it. Um, yeah, basically... It was all about trying to just sh- hospitality, right? And that's kind of what this whole industry was. It was right. hospitality. But yeah, showing them everything and satisfying their needs so that they would be as amped as possible. You know, a lot of them wanted girls in the green room and, you know, all this stuff and pre, pre-step pre on stage hype and, you know, a lot of just energy and excitement, which was a lot of fun. But um, but yeah, you know, it was it, for me. And again, we're going back to the wizard, you know, behind the curtain, like, I'm working. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, as much as I was like, always it sounds like a party, but you're working your ass. <laughs> yeah. Off, right. I, right? It's, you know, I don't have, I don't have red solo cups like tied to my <laughs> belt loops anymore, but um, you know, definitely, you know, working, working for the people to, to pull a, a production off. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was great. Memories, was there so. anything that you were like, we killed that, like that you were super proud oh, of, man. That just like, yes, that was perfect right and this is where we like uh turn this into a vlog or whatever what's a video blog or a vlog, a vlog. yeah it's a vlog yeah. yeah and that's where i like post a bunch of rad videos right and so absolutely and i mean that was the most fun of all this right so the reward in all this job if you wanted to call it that was yeah seeing this vision come to life i mean it was so many and some of this stuff would take a year of planning yeah. and you know booking audio and you know lighting production companies and booking mm-hmm. artists far out and pulling putting all this together and um and there's but, nuances with that where you book somebody that is up and coming and you better hope that contract's good because sometimes yep. those 
So you book that stuff a year out. So we ran into this all the time with the Boise Music Festival, mm-hmm. where we would get somebody and then all of a sudden they would blow up. Yeah. And suddenly like, it was yeah, like, yeah, we're not doing the Boise Music yeah. Festival. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's that's a it's there's a lot of I guess we ate right. Brett Michaels. And for and for our company, the great uh yep. Yeah, the great example of that is we booked the Chainsmokers, who's a you know yeah. popular EDM group, right? Like, I mean, booking those guys today is probably like 300, 400K. In yeah. fact, they will just decline it. They don't even want to do corporate buy, you know, right. events and all that. But but yeah, we booked them for uh, for basically a group of like 800, 900 people, like maybe three or four months before they literally like climbed Ooh, the charts. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, and like, yeah, so we got them for, I mean, again, I'm not trying to keep it simple but you know we got them for simple money and you know now to book them oh man it's just cha-ching. cha-ching right and uh yeah so that was a lot of fun i mean it was it was an incredible journey and i did that for i don't know 10 years right favorite years? favorite yeah. artist favorite artist what was your favorite to work with oh favorite to work with um you know it's it's like it, it, and all the glamorous production out there Here's one of my tricks of all this. So, you know, I was, I was always allotted a budget and it'd be like, okay, for this event, you know, we used to like book out crazy venue, like belly up in Aspen. Okay. Which is an iconic venue, um, park city live and main street in park city. Mm -hmm. So you'd have venue rental fees and you'd have, you know, F and B and you do open bars and, you know, do all these different things. And, um, to answer your question, it was like, it was the lighting guy. Dude, I'm telling you, I eventually, again, wizard behind the curtain, right. figured out the magic, sprinkle that shit. And what it was, <laughs> what, lighting yeah. guy. it <laughs> was the, the fucking tracks, yeah. lighting guy. I mean, the light in production these days, they've got these crazy, like, they're probably 8K walls now, yeah. right? And you've got, and then, you know, they fill it with cryo, which is like this water-based you know, fog, and then all the moving heads, and those are moving lights, and all this different shit. I put all the money in the lights, in the video, and all of that, and then I would book a mediocre DJ, and it was off the fucking charts. (laughs) Um, But that's the formula. Understand the construct, manipulate it to figure out how do you efficiently make this work. You figured out the lighting, that element of the production of it, that was the key. It was the key. And that's what made us awesome as a company because, you know, at the end, it was all about the experience. And so, like, you know, we used to get, we used to work with some different talent buying companies out there. And we had great relationships, great buying power and all this stuff. And, um, you know, I mean, one of my dreams, I'll say this, it's not who I've had. I've had it was a great roster of artists, but who I always wanted was Snoop. Mm. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. Heather mentioned Snoop earlier. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we probably have talked about we've, this. We've talked about yeah. it. So that's, yeah. It's like, you know, and Snoop, like, I remember getting a bid and I tried to convince one of my clients. It's like, Snoop will, uh, you know, for like 25K, which in the production world is pretty, pretty affordable. Yeah. Okay. He would come and he would do a DJ set. And basically after talking to the, you know, his, his agent or whoever's agent, 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 whatever. Um, it was like, well, yeah, you know, so here's what you're going to get. It's like, you're going to get Snoop to come on stage probably about one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you know, you hope, you hope your clients are still engaged at that point. So, okay, I've got to get an opening DJ and all that stuff. And, uh, but it'll be worth it. And, uh, yeah. And basically, you know, he'll come out and, you know, he'll do a DJ set for like 45 minutes, smoke a bunch of blunts. And I was like, fuck yeah, I just 
just want to smoke a blunt with Snoop. That's like, you know, that's like still one of my life goals. If that my kids are his, listening, sorry. That, um, no, so I had a, a conversation with my 16-year-old daughter, and we were talking about, such a weird conversation, we were talking about brand. And, and what's your brand? What is the brand of such and such and different things? But it was really interesting. Snoop has a very specific brand. He is the, I mean, he's the face of that. Yeah, man, that, that chill, cool, super. Like, oh, the fashizzle. Yeah. And yeah he's the, like, he's what, got his own language, what, his own dialect. What he's, makes he him he's so a hero. special? It's fascinating to, to like do a case study. He fucking on, works with Martha Stewart. <laughs> he's what? crossed over from being a gangster. How does he do to that? Fucking working with Martha Stewart. They but if all you, do. He's a fucking genius. Gangsters. If you pick a part, he a, made he made Martha Stewart gangster. That's a pivot. <laughs> that is a pivot. All pivots. Yeah. Look at look he's at some of those guys. God. He's like look at those guys. The the guys that were the the like thug, yeah, rappers when we were kids. How they pivoted. But what makes those guys special? They're intelligent. They're reading the landscape and they're they're creating and pivoting their brand of, of who and what they are. Well, absolutely. It's fascinating. I mean, Snoop's, yeah, he, he's right up there. Ice with Cube, Ice Tea. Sure. Like, All but, the ices. But vanilla then Ice. <laughs> ice Cube, Ice Tea. Ice Cube is and like you, does fucking funny movies with what's his fuck when the one way beats him up at the, the recess or whatever. Yeah. They got fucking Ice Tea who's on. Uh, SVU. SVU. You got Vanilla Ice, who he fucking remodels houses now. Smart. Who are the other Isis? I don't know who the other Isis are, but no. not Isis. Yeah, but they fall, in, they fall into a very <laughs> small segment. And then you got to think of every other 90s gangster rap, hip hop, whatever artist that's probably hoping they didn't spend all their money. Was it you tell right? me? Did you tell me something about Bone Thugs and Harmony? No, no. That Somebody else told me that Bone Thugs and Harmony are still getting cop dollar to perform somewhere. Who? I could have sworn I thought it was you then. Somebody else said they had tried to book, like somebody I, was booking Bone them. Thugs? For, I don't Bone know. Thugs was still demanding. Uh, hi, I'm like, <laughs> they might be demanding, but they might be sitting on their couch. Right. They probably aren't doing anything. In the They're couch. Home. They're in the couch. <laughs> They're sitting at home playing video games, but. Yeah, somebody else. Like, yeah, there's just some weird connections there where some of these guys like figure out a way to do it, right? Like, but what is the magic sauce? So you could get Tone Loke here for four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, it, there is that. But what's <laughs> the, like Nappy Roots? Those guys are yeah. awesome. Book Nappy Roots, hung out with Nappy Roots, and you know they got they got enough awesome hits to kind of run run yeah. with anybody. But for whatever reason, you know they're not. They're not on the track as, as other the, artists. What's right? the separator of that? I mean, that's that's a legitimate, like, I want to know what's the separation. It's like watching a professional golfer. What's the difference between a four handicap and a guy that's on the tour? Right. Like, it's this much, but it's it's that much is the difference. Yeah. It's those guys that are smart and enough. And for all the listeners, how much was that? It was this much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was funny. Uh, Touche, you dick. <laughs> he's getting comfortable now. He does. He now. fits in great. He's Another, getting comfortable now. I'm pulling the Trevor. Now. I'm leaning back a little. Right. Now, yeah. he's, now he's fucking with you. I better go grab more wine. He's, now he's fucking with you. Yeah. That was, yeah. We might need another bottle. That was well played. I give you credit. I Speaking of writers, though, I have to give credit to the, to the girl boss over here. Oh. So a lot of people don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this on their podcast or not. She's a big deal. Okay. We, we didn't know this. 
So I, I knew that she was a big deal. She no. speaking of Chicago too, tying in Chicago. So the first time we ever did. So she's a renowned, award-winning uh, speaker about her her remodel and her like yeah she's a big oh, deal like thank you she's very much the she she is the girl boss and they call her the girl boss that's where the whole girl boss thing comes from mm-hmm. so she actually travels and goes on these things so i didn't i mean i knew that she had done some stuff but i didn't know like you don't know what you don't know so literally we're uh she's like hey do you want to go to chicago like in a couple of weeks we she goes i have an opportunity they want me to come out and speak at this thing and i'm like yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, look at the calendar. It's good. She's like, yeah, it's all expensive paid. Like, we don't have to pay for anything. Like, literally, they part of my deal is they fly me out there and a guest, and I can, you know, they Manager. put it up, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go out there and literally get off the plane, and there's somebody texting us, and they come pick us up in a car. And he's driving us around. Okay, here's what <laughs> we're going to do. We're going to pick you up tonight. We're going to take you to the hotel. You guys can do whatever you need to get. You know, if there's anything you need, let us know. Um, you know, whatever drinks, anything you need in a room, let us know. Yeah, we'll take care of you too. Take you to your room. You guys can relax. But then we're gonna pick you up at six o'clock. We're gonna take you to this nice dinner. We're gonna like this whole thing. I'm like, wow, this is really fucking official. You know, it's like kind of like like a celebrity kind of shit here. I'm like, all right. And uh, so we go do our thing, and and uh, so they take us out to dinner that night. We have a good dinner. We come, you know, with some of the other. And he goes, he goes, I guess I hate to ask this, but is there any chance like could we go? Um, would it be okay if I put out on social media that you were in town and we're having a, they were doing a property tour. A so, property tour. so they were walking uh, potential students for fix and flips through existing homes that were being remodeled. And so he asked if he could say that I was going to be at would it be one okay of the property if I tours. mentioned that you were going to be at one of the properties that may really drive people to the property, but I think it'd just be cool. And they could ask you questions and stuff. And I'm like, uh, okay this seems kind of weird and so he like puts it out and he's like oh my god everyone's really freaking out here like this is great so so we go and like we go to this thing like everyone's showing up and they're like just like ooh and on and all these people are asking their questions and, and like people start walking up to me the first thing i noticed was people were like hey so you're you're with the girl boss and i'm like yeah heather yeah i'm here with it and they're like oh wow she's amazing and i'm like yeah she's pretty cool and they're just like all just enamored right and so the next day we go pull up and they literally do the trick where they like pull the they have the cones park you know marking the parking spot and we pull up and i'm like what the fuck are we doing we walk in and they're like okay so we didn't know if you wanted here's where the writer comes in we didn't know if you wanted peanut m&ms or peanut butter m&ms but so we got you both and then they're like (laughs) and then they're like Mr. Brown is amazing. <laughs> They're like, Mr. Brown, um, we have Diet Pepsi for you. And she's like, I didn't know what to tell him. I just told him you want Diet Pepsi. And I'm like, yeah, with whiskey in it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I didn't tell him that part. I I'm didn't like, tell okay. him that part. No. And she's like, so anyway, so they're like, if you want to come back here to the green room, we can, you know, we'll, you know. So we go back there, and there's literally peanut butter M and M's and peanut M and M's because they didn't know. And uh, so that was the big joke. So now, whenever she gets real answer, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me go get some peanut M and M's mm-hmm. for you, sir. If I'm at the store, I get her peanut M- peanut butter M and M's. Know your role, bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, but it, but literally, in conclusion, we. Like how big a deal. So they filled the room. It was virtual too. So there were people all over the country watching it being simulcast. But we end up staying there for an hour while people stand in line to get their picture taken with her. And I'm like, 
what the fuck is going on? Like this, like this is somebody. Like this is my girlfriend. Like I know her, right? Like and, and I have no fucking idea. Where's the book deal? I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is going? I'm like, who are you? Who is this woman? Like literally, like I'm completely dumbfounded. And I mean, and it was it, you know the coolest part of the story was I literally am sitting back there and this girl walks up and she goes, can I get my picture with you? And I go, with me? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like. Okay, why? And she's like, "Well, are you? You're with the girl boss, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Well, I want to get my picture with you." I'm like, "Okay." So I take my picture <laughs> with her, and this girl's like, "She's what was she? Nineteen? I th- I think she was just like seventeen, just barely. Oh yeah, she might have been, Yeah, she was yeah, young, really young. And uh, her mom says, "Well, here's the deal. Um, so she, I didn't know. So, but she's been on video for a long time in this." in this training videos and people watch them, right? Well, this girl watched her training video before and she's like, mom, I want to be like the girl boss. I want to do this. So she took some of her college savings, bought a house and flipped it and made like 20 grand on it. And she did it watching her videos. And she's like, she's (laughs) like, she literally has patterned herself after Heather. And I'm like, holy shit so i'm like and she's like it's just amazing to get to meet her like to finally get to meet her and i'm like oh hold on and i'm like babe come here come here come over here now i'm like this girl you need and she's just like this girl's like getting all emotional and crying she's like oh my god they're like taking pictures with her like it was insane like i'm like this whole other fucking world so like after that, I was 100% in on the, uh, I was a trophy husband at that point, the trophy boyfriend at that point. I'm like, literally, I'm just along for the ride at this point. You know? And they did. They took us, we did, the whole archi- oh, we did the whole architectural tour. They took us downtown next next day. We did the architectural tour, went to dinner. I mean, it was amazing. On the boat? But, yeah. But I didn't, oh, that's oh, great. Yes, so great. It was so awesome. It was that amazing. Boat, yeah, yep. we just had such a great time. But anyways, it was, uh, and like I said, some of those, some of our listeners or some of those people we met out there that are awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a great time out there. Can't wait to go back out. I, we I'm actually booked to go out there this what? year. Yeah. Yes. Road, yeah. Road trip. Road so trip. Hey, I'll, uh, so we're excited. So write it in. I'll, I'll be your M&M carrier. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the peanut butter M&Ms. <laughs> Little satchel of M&Ms. Well, like literally when they send over, so like it's, it was so, I, I just don't know how to explain. Like they're like, okay, what do you want in the green room? Like, I don't know. Like, okay. My favorite is peanut butter M and M's, and Trevor likes Diet Pepsi. And yeah, gold toe socks now. Right? Gold, gold, gold toe socks and honey. Yes. Apparently, honey, so you can like coat your throat okay, so before you get up and speak. Instant oh, energy. Oh, okay. that's weed. what the honey. It, it, oh, and and well, and well, probably more than that. I mean, that's you already got that. Honey, so you're fine. I don't know. That? It's it, but peanut butter M and M's are not good when you're speaking, and they had no. an entire bowl of so peanut butter M and M's. That's a I fail. <laughs> She was giving them out to people in the crowd. No. Here, anybody want peanut M Ms? I can't eat all these. <laughs> oh my god, they <laughs> saved that forever. Oh, oh, yeah, oh my god, god. what's that? That's I a put peanut M Ms from the girl boss. Oh my god. <laughs> what was the weirdest writer thing that you had other than yeah. cold toe socks? I mean, it was it was just yeah. I thought the socks were weird. <laughs> I don't know. The socks is um, pretty weird. Yeah, it, it was the honey, and but the, but again, I was I didn't know, and that's the difference. Now I'm like, oh, well, yeah, it was to you know, coat the throat before you step on stage. But um, no, it was just a bunch of like prissy yeah. shit. You know, it's just your classic like 1.75 liter of goose and, you know, a bunch of right. just a bunch of bullshit. What would you say mm. if you were to take that chapter? What were the, the life truths that you learned? 
like that you can apply to mm. now, but like that you're like, here's what I learned about. Cause really you're in the business of people, right? And figuring out how human beings operate and what drives them and, and all yeah. that. Cause it's, that's, that's hospitality and entertainment oh, and marketing. I, I learned all a that lot. Stuff. I learned a lot. I mean, one of the, one of the kind of the biggest lessons that, so I, I traveled like, a next level demographic. So like consulting firms, financial firms, Ivy league master of business administration programs. And I learned for the first time, there's a fucking golden ticket. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know, I was, I I mean, some of the, you know, and and some of the people I met were just some of the, like, um, you know, they lack, they, they might've been academically smart or successful financially as advisors and all this stuff, but they were dumb as shit, you know, like lacked all the street smarts. And so that was an eye opener to me to just maybe try to be like, well, you can't fake who you are, but it's like, you know, be, be balanced. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, again, but these are all people running, you know, they're all in Silicon Valley right now and all this different stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, really, I don't know. What was the question again? <laughs> Did you get enough wine? I'm going to get more. Okay, I was. Yeah, I can, I did I can not use like more. Okay, I can use so more. So the the question is kind of, what did I learn? There, there, yeah, there's like the the truths, like the there's foundational truths that you learn that well, are they're not like. All right, yeah. so let's talk about blending your passion with your profession. Oh God, that's beautiful. Yeah, fuck. God, that was, hold on. That so here, so here it is. Here it is. I mean, you know, all like right. A reverb so, on that. All right. So this is great. like you know part three of the podcast. Here we go. Passion blended with profession. Um, I mean, I went from taking that passion. All right. So you know, loving the mountain life and all that lifestyle because that's all it was. Right. It was right. all about that lifestyle, and um, and then I made it my job. <laughs> Right. And not more than just that. We're going to talk about the big B, the burnout. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit got real, real quick. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, that was what I learned. Right. So it was everything's balance. I think that's what it is. And as much of, you know, an incredibly successful company that we still are. So I'm not doing it anymore, but I still have equity in that company. And uh, COVID, COVID, you know, kicked us in the dick. Um, as every travel, you know, oh God, I mean, not just did COVID disrupt Uh, our entire world. Okay. Whole business model, but we do group fucking travel, (laughs) dude. you know, like I'm talking about putting like 500 people in a private buyout of a bar breathing (laughs) on one another. And so, yeah. So the group travel incentive travel, whatever, you know, event management, I mean, you know, all this stuff, right. Production, um, yeah, we got, and you know, and actually I look at it and I said, well, hey, three years ago, I, I, uh, I woke up one day and I pivoted super hard. I was like, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that here if, if people are still listening at this point. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's basically, um, yeah, it was just, uh, what was the catalyst of the pivot? You woke up, tell me, I, now I want the yes, next chapter. Right. So that's, that's what it is, you know, and this is what's so funny. So I come from a very idyllic place. I mean, literally the mountain range that's the backdrop to Crested Butte, Colorado is called Paradise Divide. 
it's fucking paradise. In fact, I should not say that because everyone's going to Google it and hashtag and Instagram and everyone's fucking moving there. And I'm going to ruin it for all my bros and all my friends back there as it's already like on its way to cannibalization. But basically, um, yeah, it, you know, it all sounds amazing on paper. Right. But what happened was I got consumed and more than just consumed, you know, it was like my passion turned into my profession and all I did was work. And what's crazy is as, as hard as I worked and, and again, you know, I've only told the glory side of all this, all the, like the fun and the excitement and the crazy stories. And I haven't even, you know, I've gone to like a level four out of 10 on the crazy stories. Cause we're going to keep it R rated, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's like crazy wow. fucking stories and yeah. And all that sounds great on paper, but at the end of the day, it was just absolutely exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was hoping to wake up by now as a young individual and, and this is, you know, this is cool. Like I got a story to tell you guys are interested for whatever fucking reason. Um, <laughs> and you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I look at it and we talk, you know, reflection and hindsight. It's like, fuck, for everything I fucking did and everything I put like all of my energy and effort into, you think I'd be like Bezos or some shit by now. Because Bezos didn't work fucking harder than I did. Guarantee it. You know, like, <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. I mean, yeah. you know, back, you know, boxing books in his garage and shipping it out was like, yeah, that's all cool. But, um, but yeah, I was, you know, just working, 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 you know? And uh, so, yeah, to answer your question, basically what happened is I started adulting. I turned into an adult one Oops. day. Yep. And, uh, you know, and this is actually a good story. So the stories are what? You know, you got your your, your comedy, your love, how'd Shakespeare do it again? You know, like, and then your tragedy. tragedy. So this isn't a tragedy, but this is where shit got real. So this is where... You wake up, you pivot hard, and uh, yeah, so the challenge was, I got married, best wife ever, unbelievable, love her forever, my, you know, and uh, yeah, we had a kid. Oh, and so- That'll change your perspective. Yep, changed my perspective. I, I traveled all winter, okay? So, and not just like, oh, I'm gonna do a little this, a little that. No, I literally lived out of suitcase, did laundry and condos, because most ski resort communities, I stayed in condos, so we had kitchens and all that good stuff. But yeah, I'd be, you know, I mean, February was my biggest travel month, and I'd be gone at least, you know, 21 days in a row, if not 25. I've spent, uh, I'm a February birthday, like every birthday, on the road, all that shit. And again, let me let me sum it up with, oh, fuck, how did you get rid of that? Oh, my God, it's crazy, dude. Why do you walk away from all that shit? Because, you know, I'm in, I'm in Banff one week, and then I'm in France, and then I'm in fucking Aspen, and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, you know, really, really incredible shit. But, but that's all paper, and that's the story. And right. not, I guess the podcast, too. So um, That's the chapter 11. That's chapter 11, turn it to 11. But yeah, but shit got real. And basically when my daughter was born, um, that's when I, once again in my life, reevaluated what was important. 
Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, and I think, where's the mirror in this place? Because I feel like I'm talking to myself. Um, <laughs> it's, part but, of the, it's part of the magic. <laughs> this is magical, guys. Yeah, you guys yeah, are great. Yeah, yeah. Is it? What's in this wine, by the way? I've had, some, I've had, I've yeah, I've it's had my magic. share of funky wines, and this is dynamite. Mm, yeah, it is, um, it is. you know what's magical about Thanks this? Thanks for bringing the wine, by the way. Oh yeah, you know, extra warm today. It sat in the back of my truck, mm. but you know, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. You know? I love and, truck and, warm yeah, wine. and we're about to get into luxury sales. Like, mm. oh, the luxury sales guy wow. brought, brought, yeah. brought the warm wine. Um, but yeah, but basically, and this is a great story. So, you know, it's just basically I grinded it out super hard and, uh, and I love every memory, every moment, every relationship, which was, you know, so much of what it was. Um, but yeah, I just, you when know, did you, when did you meet your wife in this, um, in this whole story? Yeah, I met her. I mean, we've been together. I don't know forever. Like, where were you? Like, were you in party stage at this point? Was no, she one I your, was more like was grounded she... in Crested Butte with that sales job in Crested Butte. So oh, so early. this is like pre. Yeah, and then you know, and right, and so like you know, oh, I'll yeah. never forget the day that like you know there was like a powwow. Like, all right, we got a business idea, and we like all met in Taos, New Mexico. And if you've ever been to Taos, New Mexico, it's it's a gem. So it was like, all right, let's meet up and have a meeting. We're going to establish this company and do all this cool stuff and create this proprietary software and do all this crazy fucking shit. So, um, and she was a part for the whole ride. So she's seen the whole transition and I can only be very, uh, empathetic to say, holy shit, you know, (laughs) like, um, you know, I mean, just incredible woman, right? Like, I mean, I was traveling all over. So did you guys meet in college, or did no, you no? Like we met in Crested. <laughs> okay, we met in we met like, in Colorado, but she like met, she, they, they met pre. Yeah, like, but, but but pre the so pre the whole the, craziness, pre the, the whole travel, entrepreneurial business, travel, glamorous. You know, I mean, I you know, run it like hanging out. With, like, imagine if you weren't there. I'm like chasing Heather with the M and M's, and my wife's at home. Well, now wife, and you know, and she's just so rock solid. She's a mountain girl, so you know, she's incredible and strong. And uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing but compliments to her, and you know, never did her wrong. But um. You know, there's just, I can only imagine what was going on in her mind thinking, oh, I'm on the road the whole time, mm. hanging out with a bunch of crazy bitches. I'm the wizard behind the curtain. I can make it yeah. all rain yeah. at any moment, you know, like all the temptations in the world. And, um, and you know, and, but yeah, uh, her name's Julian, you know, we're, uh, you know, super solid. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but fast forward, it, it really comes down to boom, the bomb dropped. They call that the kid. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and that was, that was again where I like, um, I guess it just evaluated what's important. Yeah. Right. No different than when I did when I was, you know, basically a sophomore or whatever you want to call it in college saying, what the fuck am I doing? You know, chasing this, chasing whatever dream, what doesn't feel right. And yeah. And it just never felt right. Cause I traveled all the time. I really wanted to be present. Right, I wanted to have intent with my kids. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa! Is that a big word? Is that a bing, bing, bing? bing. Hey. Is that a bingo word? You beat Jody to the I word. Yes, he does it. What's that? Uh, intent or intentional? Intentional, yes. intent yes. is he loves that. Ooh, word. you know that's a good word. And one of the words that I've never heard more in my fucking life in the last couple months is collusion. 
Can is a great I, word. I can't go like a couple days without like some fucking idiot saying collusion. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. But I, anyhow. in his mind. I just, I love yes. the word, but I, I've heard it too much. And sorry. And I say sorry a lot right now. Oh, you yeah. say sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good word. Hey, Don't ever. It's unprecedented. It's unprecedented how much I But I love sorry. how you're intentional yes. about apologizing. I am intentional. Yep. All right. Back Ooh. to Matt. Chase oh, back to me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is intense. Oh, good. We got, like, he's like, it was like watching hey, a ping pong ball. I went and got more wine. Ding, ding, ding. And this, uh, is, this is one. Do you do this to every yes. host? Yes. Yeah. Like, this is the most we narcissistic, uncomfortable, like, yeah. I talk But you're about doing so well. Myself. Here's, like, here's here's we and all I can think about are these, and, you know, we were qualifying this before. It's like, so, yeah, you guys got, like, 10 listeners? <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. like this. It's just your like family, right? And, yeah. and they're yeah. like, yeah. no, yeah. like oh, maybe a couple thousand. I'm like, oh fuck, you know, <laughs> these poor souls have to Here's listen the, to no. me. This is the beauty. This is the story of the journey, right? That's this why is they what listen. I was talking about uh, earlier. Why they listen? It's yeah. It's it's hearing all of the things that go into the decision making process. It's it's understanding well, the context. I hope my story is entertaining because I think it's uh, it's awesome just story. A, hopefully, you're like driving through Nebraska. If you've ever been on I eighty, <laughs> I hope this is helping you. Okay, like this is if, great. if there's scenery outside, yeah, turn on some like you know. Um, but yeah, if you really need a moment of uh, desperation, you're in. So. My story back to, I don't, yeah, kids. So, I mean, this is great. Relatable. Right. Do you have kids? Yep. Three. Yeah. Kids, 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 kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't need to get into the kid dialogue because that's boring as fuck. But basically, yeah, that was it. You know, we're talking about a hard just evaluation, right? Like, all right, I travel all winter. And even when I'm not traveling, I'm, you know, working all day coming home i'll remember i'll never forget those first that first year with uh with lulu that's my daughter and you know like coming home being home for just really a few hours between like and i have all the autonomy in the world i'm my own fucking boss but you know if you're actually and we're all probably our own bosses mm -hmm. right yeah. but you know what that's like and we'll talk you know that's a whole segment in itself like there's fucking autonomy and, you know, and it's, and again, people, outsiders look in like, oh, dude, you can do whatever you want. But like, if you want to kick ass at what you do, you're fucking dedicated. <laughs> yeah, you're so, you know, you're still not. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, it must be nice to not have a boss. I'm like, if somebody uh, else is buying shit for me, they're my boss. Yeah, like, so correct. I have a lot of bosses. I have like 137 bosses. So yeah, 137. Yeah, I yes. get it. I, I get it. So, yeah. No, right. So anyhow, long story short, it was just like, yeah, very long story. But. Um, but yeah, it was just, you know, little, little stand up. Uh, Hey, I got to do what's best. I don't really want to live my life half involved and be intentional and be a part of my daughter's life and do all that shit. So how do you transition from that into sales? Okay. So, so, luxury so, all right. So if you were to take all the bullshit I said mm -hmm. in the last like 30 minutes, cleaned it up, used a bunch of coward, like you know, a bunch of powerful business words mm -hmm. and put it into a resume. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. I um, <laughs> just, I mean, honestly, I, uh, I've gotten, I can get any fucking job out there. Okay. And I, okay. So I'm going to sit up a little, there goes the Trevor slouch. Yeah. All right. Little, little T Brown slouch. I'm going to sit your chest up out a little yep. bit, but yeah, I mean, you know, Oh, this podcast has been fun. I mean, we're like three bottles deep into some nice vino, but, um, Oh, you forgot about the bottle of white before at dinner. 
So we're four in. That was intentional. But um, <laughs> yes. well done. So yes. yeah, you know, you clean all this shit up. You take all the party out of it, right? So there's another no, P word. You don't. You well, don't take the party out because that's one of the things that is so cool about you. So you're very professional, but you also know how to have a good time. And so working with you, it just, everything just works and you're comfortable. And it's like, okay, yeah, I already have all these luxury things for our house, but I'm going to go ahead and spend another $35,000 and get some more. Well, sales, sales, sales. I mean, yes. It's relationship. It's 100%. You know, and, and also like, so I did some hiring, right? Like, so, you know, back in the day, it was like hiring and, you know, it was funny, like, and I was young to like hire other people, right? And um, I don't care how much experience you have, <laughs> how fucking awesome you are. Could I work with you? Yeah. That's all it fucking was. Right. And it still is probably like it's do, drive and desire. Do I want to work with this fucking person? That's what it was. Do is this the person I want to speak to on a daily basis, collaborate on projects with? That's all it was. I mean, you know, the, I, there was some resumes that dropped on my desk that were, you know, qualified, overqualified, whatever. And at the end of the day, I was just looking at it like, dude, what music do you listen to? What fucking shoes are you wearing? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, right? Like, yeah, I mean, just like, yeah, just what are you into? Who are you? What's what's at the core of who you are? Because, um, yeah, I mean, we've all stood in those office environments and like there's a soul sucker in there, right? Like the person cancer. that- Cancer, toxic. Mm. Oh, fuck. They come in, they forgot to leave that shit at home and it spreads like a virus, you know, COVID 2022. <laughs> and it's like running through and everyone's in a downer mood and all that. So yeah, I mean, so what are we talking about again? I don't There's know. A, but Like literally the, the, the connection, like, I mean, you look at- I mean, we buy product from you. That's how you end up here, right? Yeah, I do have product. Okay, yes. we we use and it's not an ounce of weed, sell, but <laughs> <laughs> just that's, that's an, it's almost legal now. It's on Ontario, it's, color, yeah. You know, it's but it's, it's way more expensive. Yeah, it's true. Why <laughs> is it more expensive oh now God. than it was in high school? I agree, um, but it's a uh, you know, but it's a good example of the fact is like <laughs> good we, marketing. <laughs> we buy, we buy a high end product. She buys trophy husband. She buys a high end product from you, and uh, but like literally the the your ability to get across to us the all the stuff we need, right? You're selling a product that is okay. You it, we can buy lesser products, but we buy it from you because you're good at communicating to people what the actual benefits are, Ooh. right? Like it's crazy, like for mm -hmm. you because like you're sitting, you're talking like everything we're talking about is party party, right? Party party. Here's what's crazy where you maybe this introvert side that you tell us about that I've never seen uh, is maybe in there is when you do go professional, like when you're on that, whoop, you flip the switch and you go professional. It's just like people think they like think I can't say fuck. That cracks me up because like I say fuck all the time. People are like, hey, 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 we're going to this meeting. By the way, no F-bombs. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like I can turn the shit off when I want to say when I want to say fuck, I don't say fuck. But I. But I, I, I honestly think that the the ability to say it at the right time, it sets the tone in a meeting. 
It does, but sometimes on a you television, know? sometimes you if you're on a television well? commercial or live oh, TV, man. you shouldn't say it. But like, yes. I am you right know, place, right time. Right, right place, right time. But your your ability, like, and it's kind of funny because like I think we, you know, kind of bonded with you more so in an, in a situation where we were uh, more of a we knew you as party guy first. I think like it was like, dude, like you literally were in your element. I think where we really got yeah, to bond with you. Well, well, I had met Matt before, right? But, and then and then you met Matt, party guy, right on the De- Colorado trip. On the Colorado trip, and, and you were in your mo- you were in your zone, like you were going back were, in time. You were like, what's the back of future song? Yeah. Going back, back in time. time. Well, the, the, the ability. Well, the ability, because I was entertaining clients. Yes, right. Your it was ability a to group. read the room. Yeah. It was, it was like, a big oh, group. done this. Oh, a little awesome, group. Right? You know, these are prospective builders, cl- you know, mm-hmm. developer, whatever. You know, we gathered a bunch of them, brought them to a flagship showroom of our yes. products in Colorado. It's like, oh, well, this is all familiar. All you got to do is. But you have an amazing was- ability to read the room. Yes. And and to, I don't, I don't know how to like say it, but like your ability to make us feel comfortable and. And work with you that, like, literally, I trust all my clients with you. Well, thank you. I'm texting you and saying, okay, I need this client, this client, and this client. They're coming in to meet with you. I don't know what they're looking for with regards to the products that you sell, but. Make it happen. This is this. I, like, I trust what you. What the fuck does this guy sell? Is S a bingo word? You oh, know, yes. like. Uh, so, so serious. But, but you're so good at it, right? And that's well, when I got to see you when we did like the fr- after we got back, and I'm like, hey, that party guy. And then I get to see you <laughs> in the mode where we're in a showroom, and you're literally showing the product, and you're oh, talking technical stuff, and I'm like. Oh fuck! He really actually knows his shit too. Yeah, yeah. He's not that. just a guy at a karaoke bar. He really does know his shit, right? But like, uh, mm-hmm. that is something, and and that is what our listeners listen to this podcast for. Okay, yeah. What are they trying they, to gain out of this they're, again? They're here, I mean, like, because here's the thing: a lot of them are you, right? A lot of them are me. They're a lot Joey. They're they're Heather. They're literally like, am I fucking weird? Like. Yes, Dude, it's good to be weird. <laughs> yeah, like sales yeah. is not about like what we're trying to show people is I'm tired of the fucking guy with the trifold and the fucking jeans and white tennis shoes sitting there fucking selling shit dude that's not what sales is anymore man it's relationships it's fucking guys with real stories it's mm-hmm. people that like we go out and i go to butte montana and i fucking or better yet i go to great falls montana and i Hometown, go to, baby i go to where i was born oh yeah that's yeah. right i go to the sip and dip and we're putting I'm fucking still like i want to go we're there putting so wet bad. dollar bills up on the mermaids on the mermaid oh, tank. yeah like we're doing, we're doing shit like that. Here's the deal: I'm cementing. I'm not just there getting drunk and putting and tipping mermaids. I'm there cementing deals with relationships with my customers. Right? Like, like everyone thinks that sales has to be this cheesy ass, sit in an office, mm-hmm. boop, 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 hand out a trifold. It's not what it's about, man. It's, it's about, about relatable yeah. and and knowing. It's, it's a combination of being able to know your product. And be relatable. You got to tie. So one of the best phrases, so I work, I work at a marketing company. So I'm actually not sales. I'm a marketing guy. But one of the best, so one of our clients is a a large automotive group, goes up the West Coast, up into Alaska. And one, like if you were to sum their entire brand down to a single, I call it a bumper sticker. It's, it's, 
it's a one sentence statement. We're not here to sell you a car. We're here to help you buy one. It's the, the idea that I'm not selling you anything. No, you're a consultant. Mm-hmm. I'm an expert in this category. Absolutely. And I'm going to help you find what it is that you're looking for. And sometimes you don't know. So I'm going to help you figure that out. At the end of the day, if you walk great, like I'll, I'll direct you to the person that I think is the best advocate for what you're looking for. But again, it goes back to that relationship type of a deal. I think the magic in what you do is it's the ability to have the technical knowledge, just generic intelligence, but it's the ability to, to just understand people, right? Yeah. Hospitality, what the, all well, of that experience of chapters two through seven led you to be a rock star at doing what you do and understanding how to read people and how to how to build those relationships and 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 kind of not sell the sizzle but understand all of the elements that that go into that sales process. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. I mean, it's yeah, sales is I don't know, like it's you're you're pushing or pulling, right? And mm-hmm. it's uh yeah, I don't know. How it, did you make that so what happened with the so what was the jump? All right. Yeah, so, how did, so you went right from, did you go right from, was there well, anything? So here it is. Or? All right. So we're going to rewind. And right, okay. So bit. I'm from Madison, Wisconsin. We already mm-hmm. talked about some of the parallels. Mm-hmm. So now I got the kid. Mm-hmm. Kid number two's on the way. Dad's got to get off the road and, you know, find some stability so I can be engaged in my kid's life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So it was like, throw a dart at the map. Where do we want to live? What sounds good? And Unlike a lot of the migrants here, we came for different reasons, you know, which was actually just Boise, Idaho being in some ways and more on paper than reality, but um, similar to Madison, Wisconsin in a way. So, you know, I mean, Hmm. clearly, you know, it, it, it's basically, you know, I have an attraction to the mountains. I love to ski. I love to fly fish. I love to mountain bike. I love to do all those outdoor activities and camping and all that stuff. So it was like, well, where do we find? Because I loved growing up in Madison. I mean, it was just like the right size, the right, you know, style and all that stuff. And um, Boise kind of checked the boxes, right? So capital, university, not too big, not too small, you know, opportunity, you know, great way for kids to kind of, you know, all the programs and all the, so, so yeah. So long story short, it was just like, well, let's move to Boise. That sounds great. And, and apparently on every newspaper in the country right now, it's the place to, to move. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> you know, which <laughs> we're not, woo, okay. we're, we're not going to go into that dialogue. Um, but you know, <laughs> hashtag overrated, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, but yeah, but I, you know, very, yeah. So long story short, it was, uh, yeah, it, that was kind of like, all right, let's see if we can line it up. But so, so you start looking for jobs like I mean, you just well, like, actually, so, Idaho, you know, I could on, yeah. I could live anywhere. I mean, you right. know, so basically I would like live remotely. I mean, most of our staff was seasonal because we were, you know, winter. Oh, so you uh, were thinking keep the well, keep the business going. Oh, totally. And, you know, I looked at Bend, Oregon. I looked at Boise. I mean, I used to I there was a moment there where I was scouting again, you know, like kind of mm-hmm. like scouting places. Like, well, where should we go? But but at the end of the day, it was almost like, well it's not going to fix the root of the reason. Right. And so the reason was to like create stability, not travel all winter. That's all it was. You know, I was totally happy in my job. I I was was making great money and, you know, totally successful. And, but it was, it was the travel. Okay. And so 
you know, and yeah, and just getting burnt out. I mean, like truly that is a podcast in itself. Like burnout is a real fucking thing. And, um, and you know, and that's like the more you, you put into it, the more you get, but you know, it's just, it's an evil force. Right. So Uh, if you let it it consume you, it will, it did. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah. So it was just like total consumption and, you know, and, and it changes you and, you're not engaged in what's going around. But, but and, you understood why. You understood why you were driving so hard. So your your reason why you drove so hard is also the reason why you realized I need to do something different. Yep. I'm going to be fucking Joe Schmo. You know, I was always like, so like, <laughs> you're, you know, you're, yeah, well, it was funny. So not, like, I but... lived in, I lived in a, a resort community, right? And it's a true community. And that's one of the great things about Crested Butte. Colorado, but every weekend here comes fucking Denver, right? And they come with their Subarus and their Tuleys on top. <laughs> All their teeth are perfectly fucking white. You know, they jump out. They smell like money. Oh they, they, God, if they don't amazing. spend all their money by the time they go home, it was a failure. So they got to shop and eat. And, you know, like they're on a weekender, right? And, you know, the kids all look good. And, you know, they're all wearing fucking Patagooch and all this shit. <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, fucking a you know and like you know we're like one of the true locals you know grinding it out because again it's like their vacation was our life so we had to step up mm-hmm. but i was like fuck it you know what i'm gonna sell out and this is where the tragedy begins um i'm just gonna turn into one of those fucking people you know and so i was like all right well growing up in madison there's a luxury appliance brand headquartered there Uh, everyone's Googling right now. And, um, (laughs) yeah. And so, you know, long story short, I was like, okay, so sales, I mean, sales is what I love. Why? Because it's brought me to this room, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this interaction we're having here sitting in a circle, I got to piss like a horse for three (laughs) bottles deep plus the white, you know, um, you know, this is, you know, this is what I love about, you know, life and the stories. And this will be a story on a future podcast 20 years from now. Oh yeah. gotten Remember that one time? My first, Remember your first time. My, my first podcast, we opened up with the beeper, you know, and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, and I'll be Idaho by then. So I'll be talking like this and I'll have a, I'll have a bigger beard and wearing my shit kickers. Yeah, How many cowboy so, boots on? Yeah, you know, Do you two, want to mine? Yeah, they, you know, two I'm out, rocking, two out of Adidas. four are wearing some cowboy boots. Um, but yeah, so I'll be true Idaho by then. But um but yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is, this is what's important. This is what matters. Change is good. You learn. I can always go back to that old life. You know, again, I still, you know, I'm a part owner. I got it, you know, right. but the timing was amazing too. You know, like, I mean, talk about COVID rearing its head. We furloughed, um, like everyone, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then furlough turned into just, ah, we'll bring you back when shit fires back up again. And I found myself just feeling completely grateful, you know, that I found myself for whatever reason, um, I applied for this job because I, I kind of heard through the grapevine and, you know, that's not an exciting story, but Hey, you know, Oh, Oh dude, you want to move to Boise? Well, they're hiring a sales manager, a territory sales manager to represent this luxury brand throughout the state of Idaho, which to me was a long runway. It's like, oh, luxury sales in the building world, you know, right? So, you know, I mean, there's nothing but crazy amounts of building. It's going to build out forever. Mm -hmm. What an incredible opportunity. I threw my name in the hat. I shit you not. 
I have no idea how I got the job, but I told this story that you've all been listening to for 45 <laughs> fucking minutes, whoever's still left, um, you know, and it was a very polished story of entrepreneurship and logistics and operation and management and people and sales and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, um, yeah, so for whatever reason, and maybe the joke's on me, but I got the job and it was like, sweet, you know, that was, that was what we needed. It was like- right. You know, yeah. You just was, you just keyed on something super interesting. That was what we needed. The metrics changed to we, not mm-hmm. I. It became the, the the metrics metrics of your success were, was not a dollar bill figure. It was about relationship with your family. Yeah, right. Well, that's it, the pivot. Yeah, and it was the same pivot I had when I guess uh, yeah, I was nineteen. But or the intelligence—it was just happiness, the pursuit of happiness, right? whatever and, the fuck and, that and book is. And it's the draw to you because you are unapologetically you. You just you authenticity, do, baby. Uh, is that yeah? Authenticity. People love that though. Oh, they either do or they don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? they, they, well, if they don't, that's not who you yeah, are. And if they don't, don't yeah. they're not a great partner. Yeah, so long. And that's the beauty. I mean, he talks about that all the time. Hey, I'm a, this is who I am, and I'm a great fit for some people, and some people don't like me. Great. There's Very other people weird. that do it differently, and you can do business with them, and here's their card. Yeah. Right. But it's being being willing to be confident enough to yes. be comfortable in your own skin. Well, and I and you know, and I evaluate competition, and I'm sure that's a, a C word in the bingo game. But um yeah, it's uh it's interesting out there in the world of sales. Now that so now that I'm immersed, so I mean, my world is so drastic. I lived in the a town of two thousand people, and again, you know, paradise. And there's no better way. Google that shit. Look at images. Whatever. It is truly idyllic. It's a fucking John Denver song. Um, <laughs> and you know, and, okay. Now we need that on the board. We're gonna rock. We're gonna put that in there. And so. Yeah. And so now here I am with fucking, you know, Chick-fil-A and Mattress King and all this fucking shit and, you know, all this craziness all around me in a major metro. So my world has changed drastically. You went to Bed Bath & Beyond today, didn't you? No, I didn't. But I, should I? Are they having a sale or something I don't know about? Because apparently that's what you do, right? Like we're just, you know, we work to like consume and spend, you know, watch the movie, uh, you know, Captain Fantastic, right? Google, you know, get into that shit. I think it's on Netflix. But anyhow, it'll make you want to live in a van in the woods. But um, or a bus. Or a bus. Thank you. <laughs> great movie. Isn't that a great movie? Um, but yeah, so, you know, my world's very different now, but it's actually what I wanted in, in a way, right? And so that makes me grateful. Um, yeah, I, I, have, I have an amazing brand, right? So we go back to that integrity and being able to be who you are in the right. world of sales. And what has, a, you know, afforded me that opportunity is I don't have to fake this shit. It's That's so it. incredibly awesome to fucking sell something that I don't have to oversell. Yeah. Right. I don't gotta say, oh, you know, this is a, this is a, it's, it's truly, it's a fucking B minus, but I'm gonna tell you it's an A plus, and right. you know, and like the perception of price can trigger people to think they're getting something that's great, or you know, there's all these these triggers that people can. I guess in the great world of marketing that you're involved in, you know, you can easily create the illusion mm-hmm. of luxury. Right. And so, yeah, so I work in a luxury product that is, um, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't have to it's fake the it. Top man. It's the top. And that's what I, you know, and I think that's where I, I, I see where you're coming from. And I think you and I are on the same, same, same level as far as 
I we are. I mean, the ICF world. We are the top of the top. We're usually the most expensive. We're but we're the best. And I tell people all the time, like, dude, there's trust me. I can tell you all about my competition. And I can tell you why they're less money. I can tell you why this is this, this. I'm not here to do that. So that's great. Like I always, I always told people, I've always known. If I was ever a car salesman, I'd sell Mercedes because <laughs> I just want to sell the best fucking thing, right? Damn I gosh. can sell you. So here's the other thing. So we talk about what you're supposed to be in the pivots and stuff. So I'm supposed to be an elementary school teacher. That's what mm-hmm. I went to college for, right? Yeah. Fucking frightening. That, Anyways. That, every time you say uh, that. It's just scary. Like it's, 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 it's yeah. Like it's that's as scary as you being a doctor. Art, an like, art teacher. Like yeah. you <laughs> being a doctor and me teaching children shit. That's fucking frightening. But funny enough, I was going to be an art teacher. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So frightening. But uh, I, I think that the, the one thing that I like about, you know, what I do is I will say this. Everyone says like, do you feel like you wasted your call it? Like you waste your money on college. And I'm like, no, because everybody knows on this podcast, I'm an anti-college guy. But anyways, I feel like I did learn something because what I do, I always take a product. That's the best product. I, I sell the best product and all I have to do is educate you. I don't have to sell you. Right. And you do the same thing. Your product is the best on the market right? There's no doubting that. I don't know that even your competitors would try to argue that. I think everyone knows. And I think what happens is, is you become an educator at this point. You're not a sales guy. You are an educator. Let me educate you about my product. And when I educate you correctly about my product, you're going to buy it, which makes me a salesperson. At that and point. not everybody's not, his customer. A, a and sales he, guy is the it. one that has to sell the B minus yep. as right. an A, right? That's a yes. sales guy. A guy that's selling A pluses, is just telling you about the A plus and then you're going to buy it. And you right? never feel like you're being sold. No, because you're selling the right thing. So right. I think that's you're not what... a salesperson. You're a consultant yes. at that right. point. Right. Hey, I'm going to well, fill your I head with you... education. Also earn your trust mm-hmm. through this process so that you see that I'm not just some pushy salesperson. Right. And no, you're, you're really for me and for my clients, you're a partner. In, in my business. Oh, I love that word. Where is that? Because Talked literally about that it's it's about educating them on, like talking to them about what they need and what they're wanting in their home. And, and you're just showing them the options. Yeah, as silly as appliances are, it's it's a lifestyle. Yeah. So I sell a lifestyle brand. I mean, I'm... I've always looked at our, at our brand as no different than... Um, you know, just like, uh, I don't know, another lifestyle brand, like a, like a North face jacket or yeah. something, you know, people buy it for the reputation of quality. It also identifies something to others. It's yeah, Patagonia it, is a great example of that. Right. Absolutely. And what their brand stands for and how they do it and how they do business. And I mean, it's, it's impressive. Yep. You get into the nuts and bolts of, of what they do and why the big why of all that stuff. And there's people that, that resonates with them and they get it. Same, same type of deal. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, and then that's the fun part of it is, you know, yeah, so within my position, I mean, all this sounds great. Like, this is the glory story. You know, like, okay, I've got a brand. I don't really have to push. It's, you know, it's a pole brand, and I just need to be more of a consultant, less than a salesperson, mm-hmm. and I get to contribute value to my partners, right, which are my developers, builders, you know, we're doing vertical stuff, vertical hotels, and doing all these crazy things all over the state of Idaho. And, and I cover Jackson, Wyoming as well, which if you can only imagine, you know, the, the demographic over there and what, Mm. what's important to them. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
yeah, it's, it's just a great, it's a great ride, you know? So yeah, I mean, everything from, uh, you know, carving out, you know, you're, you're just like who you are and you're, you know, asking all those questions as a young person to the entrepreneurial aspect. That's where I am today. Um, yeah, just doing luxury sales and very fortunate for it. So, well, we'll, we'll wrap it up with this. Cause I, um, I want to pay you a compliment and, and right. Just, uh, segue. Uh There's another one. There's a bingo card. Uh, segue and something like what you just said is, you know, and what Heather said, we work with you because we've been, you know, I think that the true test of a good salesperson representative territory manager, whatever you want to call us, I think the true test of us is when shit hits a fan. Right. And I think the one thing that the Mm -hmm. best compliment I can give you is like, you know, when we have had issues at all, like in it, Nothing to do with the quality of the product, just shipping issues, right? Like just timing and timing. stuff like that, right? COVID timing. shit, timing, COVID, COVID shit, right? Shit. Right? <laughs> the, COVID the, shit, uh, manufacturing, right? COVID right? Chaos. But as yes. A, yes. A, as anyone who's listening to this as a salesperson, the true test of how good of a salesperson you are really comes when the shit hits the fan, right? It's it's easy when everything's yep. going well. And the one thing that I respect about you and appreciate about you is that we've had times not going right and you've always been there quick to respond. You don't dodge calls, you don't dodge text messages, you handle it. And that's the best message I can give to everybody is like if you just man up or woman up, sorry babe. Uh the the uh if you if you literally just step up and take responsibility for those times that's what makes you a good salesperson that's what i think that's makes what makes you, you a good partner it's not right. sales it's a, yep. being a partner and you i yeah. mean you're you're the top of the top man i mean that's i think right. you sell yourself short i think you you literally don't give yourself enough credit for how good a salesperson you are i deal with a lot of them i i coach a lot of them i teach a lot of them i talk with a lot of like i see what is out there in the world and you're the top of the top Mm -hmm. you're 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 the cream of the crop man so keep doing what you're doing i and i think there's a whole nother podcast probably just to go from this chapter on but we got to wrap it up it's our new record so (laughs) we have a new record so we just keep setting the record record. right now we're at um 140 wow we're getting oh. like Joe Rogan hour time here. This is Watch crazy. Watch your back, Rogan. God, Watch your back. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I will say this because I, I every guest gets this gets this yep. ability, and we'd love to do this because you're a dad and you got two kids at home, and we we love that aspect of it because it is all come back that's to real that. Life, that's that's man. what we're doing it for. What? Right now, because this is going to live in infamy forever, because we'll probably be like passing Joe Rogan anytime now. Any second. <laughs> your kids are going to hear this or whatever. Like, what is that thing with your life and where you're at now and with those kids? Like, what have you learned from everything that you, in this crazy ass story that you've just told us? What have you learned that you would tell to young people? Like, basically just getting started. What do they, what would you give that word of advice? Like, throw down some mentorship mm. goodness. That, that kid, think, let's go back to the 18 thing, right? Like you said at 18, you're, pivot, you're trying to figure out where you're going. What do you tell the 18-year-old right I now mean, in Wisconsin? It's, it's the classic hard to execute but easy to, you know, speak about, and that's just follow your heart. I mean, you have to. And, uh, and taking risk, I think that's the, what separates you from everybody else. You want to be that's a snoop? Good. 
You want to be, you know, all those, you know, you want to, you want, you want to be a night, you know, one of the infamous '90s hip hop artists that that find yourself on a podcast that. and not one of the forgotten. You gotta take that leap, absolutely. There's enough people on this planet sucking ass, so do something better. There's enough people on this world sucking ass. That's what we want to go out on. That's in I big bold letters and highlight that. Oh God! There's your I title. Knew, I knew it was going to be good. That's that's the title. I, it always comes to me. That's real uh, good, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We uh, obviously Havoc Partners uh, at at Havoc Partners on Instagram. Uh, hit us up on uh, if you guys have any ideas or anything. We'd love to hear from you. So have a good one. We still got time. Oh really? Yeah, like 15 seconds. This is good, man. Like that. I liked all 11 chapters. So good. I told you he'd kill it. So good. That's good. Hey, guys. Y'all have a good night.